0: What up, everyone? Welcome to the Midtown Midweek, a behind-the-scenes look at our staff, our sermons, in the city we love. Hey! Hey! hey. We're back! Hey, We're Alan! Back.
1: And with us is pastor from our downtown church, Mr. Alan Tipping, a.k.a. A Tipsy! <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How are you, Alan? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. That's great. Uh, Y'all, it has been a little over two months since Mm -hmm. we've done this podcast, but uh, we missed y'all. We did a giveaway.
0: We did do a giveaway. You want to talk about that, Melly? Just uh, wanted to promote some encouragement within our church family and some interaction on the gram, and you guys really showed up and showed out. I just said, like, hey, we want to practice in giving encouragement to one another. And so just drop a comment. And then we did two drip um, gift cards and picked two winners. Give us a follow, Midtown Midweek. There you go. For sure.
1: Love that. And Pastor Alan Tipping, a.k.a. Tipsy, wow, taught for us at our downtown church. And you're going to be teaching that same content in a couple weeks over at our Lexington Church. That's right. Before we get into... The stuff that didn't make the final cut of the sermon, Columbia, you'd rather be here.
2: Yeah, so my spotlight is a little different. I want to spot out uh, Spotlight uh, Trinum Little League. So my girls played softball right, and we have been a part of Trinum League for Little League for the last two years. And we just love it. I, I would say the coaches are awesome. My girls are better. Uh, at softball, they like it more because of the investment in coaches. Mm. And a uh, shout-out to Zoe, whose team won the regular regular season championship. They got even Whoa. little rings oh to celebrate. Gosh. And then Sadie made the all-star team, and we just hosted the state tournament this uh, past weekend at Trenton Park. So wow. It's a, it's a great organization. They do great with, uh, at least on the softball end. We've liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. What's the, like, how young can a – so, Sign my kid up
2: Sadie played in the eight and under coaches pitch, and she had in the regular season, I think girls that were six years old play okay so, okay, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. They have a fall season and a uh sp- a spring season okay, and that
1: that little league is like on Bethel Church, just like a couple blocks from park. park, the yeah. other store uh-huh, yep, very that's good. Right. Well, there you go. Check out that local spotlight. Link, Link is in the show notes. Check it out. So, Alan, you taught on patience in a time of irritability. <laughs> did you know that? Did you know that was the title? I,
2: I thought that might be the title. I find it amazing.
1: Yeah. So tell us more about the sermon. What did it make the final cut?
2: Uh, one of the things that I was uh, trying to figure out how to weave in, I could couldn't quite make it work was um the idea i really like the idea of and the description of thumos. uh that idea of boiling up but also like heating up so when you are irritated or angry or uh, anything that kind of triggers that fight or flight uh your body literally heats up, and so mm-hmm. I just I just kind of like that idea. Same same thing, even when we talked about in the Old Testament the, the uh, long and nostrils. The angry angry word there's nostril, and it's even like the idea of the flaring nostrils are a red nostril, and so there's just this this thing that happens to our bodies. Like it's a it's a description of us when we are irritated when we go into those fight or flight senses. Uh, and one of the things I was just even looking at is some of the the brain chemistry and how that all works. And so, you know, fight or flight, it's our, our innate body's response that we need to be in action. And so it literally, we get this adrenaline running through our body, our heart rate increases, it moves all of our blood to our extremities so that we can move faster. We're ready for action. Um, And, you know, adrenaline is a stimulant. And so one of the things I was even going to talk about is there's somewhat part of us that that getting overly worked up and the heat rising, it feels good. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm not doing good, being irritable and, and losing it actually does a chemical response An adrenaline high yeah yeah it's like uh you could almost use it as a a, an adrenaline rush in that you're not just looking for the new exciting fun thing it's you're looking for getting your body moving and so it's like I, i think i put in there uh sometimes i'm slow to repent in my irritability because it makes me feel better and it, there's something even uh, delicious, if you will, <laughs> about satisfying that craving and getting that rush going on. Uh, and then I also was going to include a little bit, though, if we live in that hyper state of overreactivity um, or, or stress, is what it's called. Uh, it really has long-term negative impacts. Like we are not to live in that excitable state. And so part of the flourishing that God has designed for us is be slow to anger, be slow to irritability because it's actually better for your body. Yeah, And it's it's kind of that whole idea of the desires of the flesh. There's something appealing about it. You know, like there's some, there's a reason we do that. There's a, an appeal there, but ultimately it's not what's good for us. Uh, and so I just like kind of even having a little bit more of a, let me give you some science to show you how the Bible is right like your body heats up there is something about it that we like makes us feel better but living in that state fits of anger is like really bad for us and there's so much science out there that that kind of stress is not a good way to live
1: yeah and i would imagine if you're always living in that sort of adrenaline high rush that same way with like other like neurological responses that can be addictive it's like you need more of it to get the rush. Oh yeah. And then afterwards the crash is that much harder. That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I I just thought that was, there was something kind of neat, uh, to talk about it in, and the, you know, science is catching up to the Bible. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Who knew? Um, and just how, how living in that lower boiling, it's, it's like nicer in relationship, but it's actually really better for you as a human person, your body. Yeah. So I, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I liked it. I just couldn't make it all work out. Um, I think the other one that I was uh, going to hit on more is just using the diagnostics and bringing those into your life group and just like, hey, let people know your triggers. Where where are you irritable? Um, confessing that is a step forward in mm-hmm. You know, anytime we take something out of the darkness and bring it into light, helping people even ask, you know, where are you on this irritability scale? Are you simmering? Are you like more chill? Like, where are you? How do you react? You know, I've got a guy in my life group who is one of the most chill people I know, but he also, he just even said it this last week when I'm irritable, that's when I know something's off and I really haven't been hanging out with Jesus. Now you'd never know he's irritable cause he's super chill. And you know, mm-hmm. I, when I'm irritable, everybody knows I'm irritable, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't hide it well. And it was just, it was also helpful. Just like irritability doesn't have to be outwardly expressed. Uh, but usually it's a good marker of some, something's off. You're not right in relationship with God. Therefore it's really hard to be right in relationship with other people.
1: Yeah, that's good. So Personality wirings, anger is going to manifest itself in different ways. So many different ways. Yeah. In we've talked about it before, uh, just, like, the unhealth stuff, I think. So I, I am an eight on that, and the unhealth is a five, which is, like, people who get, like, sort of, like, in their head and thinking through stuff. So I just know when anger manifests itself in me, I sort of shut down from everyone and get really quiet and just sort of like get in my head and that's usually sort of like a bottling in sort of thing but yeah I think that's really helpful I think we sort of have this idea of what anger looks like in our heads and yet
2: and I think we've said it before and we probably borrowed it from someone else you can rage inwardly as much as you can rage outwardly. Yeah, and and it's in the, bo- the same physiological responses are happening inside of you. The same heart issues are the 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 are happening in you. It's just we express them very differently. Yeah.
0: When you were talking about the science earlier of like getting angry and you like your body heats up, I thought I wonder if that's why I get so grumpy in the summer in Columbia because <laughs> oh. it's so hot outside. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know if those are related. Other than the heat does make me irritable, too. (laughs) Like,
0: it's just like.
2: Like, I'm sure there are things I'm emotionally
0: irritable about. But, honestly, the heat just really
2: gets me going. I'm just. (laughs) Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's intense. I I will also give this away. Uh, When I am really uh, frustrated, irritated, or angry, my body's response. You can actually see the red. It runs up my neck. And that's a good note telltale sign. Good clue. Something's (laughs) happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tipping is not in a good place if the red starts rising up my neck. That's funny.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man, I'm going to look out for that later.
2: It doesn't really happen a lot.
0: Don't poke the bear if you see the...
1: (laughs) 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 You should wear scarves more. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you have a (laughs) scarf?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some people won't know how angry I am.
0: (laughs) Alan, your carowind story... uh, Gave me so much joy on Sunday. Like, I mean, sure, sinful, whatever, but like, <laughs> that mental image, I was cackling. Uh, so
2: funny. I mean, uh, there were, it really was a, an exaggeration. I I just, the nonsensical rules, like, I just don't do well when it's like, why? And th- some, <laughs> nobody could tell me why. And it was like, this is only a burden to me. I don't understand what we're doing. And I just, <laughs> I'm not always good in those situations.
1: Uh, Anything else that didn't make the final cut?
2: One thought going into the sermon, and and I didn't do a ton with it, is there is another form of patience. It's just a different word and this idea of waiting, and and that is a part of patience. Uh, That's not what the word was or is in the list of uh, the fruit of the Spirit, so I didn't go in that direction. I think they they are different but related. You know, when we're waiting on God, when we're waiting on things to happen, I think our irritability can increase. But we just didn't get into that form of patience. Yeah.
1: Alan, with looking ahead to, I know budget stuff is happening soon. We got kickoff weekend. We're sort of planning, thinking ahead towards the fall. What are ways we could be praying for our church family, thinking about the things that you're thinking about right now?
2: Yeah, uh, so uh, we love Kickoff Weekend. We, we picture Kickoff Weekend as a member conference where we just get time together with each other. It's also, in a lot of ways, for us a reboot or a relaunch into the next ministry cycle. And so just praying for that, you know, that we, it set the right tone for where we're going for the upcoming year and moving in the right direction and meeting people where they are Uh, I think is really really helpful. Uh, I think another big one that I've talked a good bit with our life group leaders and our coaches is over the the pandemic in a lot of ways our life groups have been incredibly good and and helpful. Uh, We had not lots of connections to people uh, but one of the impacts is a little bit of what I would say a concentration in our groups. You know some of the people who were, you know, on the outskirts, kind of fell off, and we've kind of consolidated in some ways. Uh, I want to make a, a big push to remember that we have groups for mission, and part of what our desire, to, two of our big goals for all of our life groups are, every group around the pool, like we would love to see people on mission, inviting people in, uh, sharing Jesus with them as they're doing that, they, you know, spirit awakens their heart then that group gets to be part of the whole baptism gathering so another one of our goals is that our groups would multiply that we could continue to saturate our city kind of like one of our taglines is every every neighborhood in our city would have a life group on the corner as a an outpost a place for people to know see and experience jesus and so uh, we want to do that and i think it it might be a little bit of an uncomfortable push these both are requiring an external process and so i just want to remind our our life groups this is part of who we are this is mm-hmm. part of what we do this is our means for evangelizing and being on mission in our city um let's move in that direction so hopefully we'll get to celebrate those one of the things i'm excited about is anytime a group multiplies uh, we do a gospel goodbye party you know we get to celebrate what the group has been now we're also celebrating what the two groups will be and we've been able to capture those on video we get to show them and and just help inspire people hey i do want to multiply this group even though it might be difficult and i won't have some of the relationships i value Uh, but it's an opportunity to invite more people in to experience jesus and the impact the gospel has in relationships
1: that's great. And with gospel goodbye parties, I believe a face cake is involved.
2: A face cake that we'll buy for you. Yes, wow. absolutely. 100%. Did you hear
1: that, everyone? Face so, cake, multiply. If uh, God's word and the spirit don't motivate you,
2: <laughs> let Pub- cake
0: do
1: it.
2: Public
0: <laughs> face cake will. Wow. I, wow. <laughs>
1: I'm sold. Do you want to pray for that, Melly?
0: Sure. Dear Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for um, this church family. And just want to ask that you would prepare us as we move forward to um, kickoff weekend. And that we would just be reminded of how beautiful your church is. Be with our life groups and help us multiply healthily. We love you a lot. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks, God. Until next time. bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.